Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mishra's Sharm in English. We are, again, still in Chapter 11, Trading the Kiyos. We're talking about different uh, character traits, and we just um, touched, we're starting to talk about the pitfalls and the, um, the negativity and how bad haughtiness is to be a show-off. So we spoke about the first two levels. One is... <clears throat> that a person makes himself like he owns the room. He walks with a certain character and talks a certain way and so on. Makes it all about him. The second person tries to instill fear. He feels he's so great that no one has the right to even talk to him and makes them feel bad if they open their mouth and ask him questions and so on. And now um, we're going to discuss another level. Remember, because all different types of holiness, uh, different things emerge. So let's talk about a different type of holiness. Now, there's another kind of holy person who says to himself, I'm great, I'm distinguished, and it's impossible for anyone to, to, give, me, uh, you know, to give me any more honor. I'm, I, I have enough of it, and I don't need any more honor whatsoever. And so what he does is, to, to, to prove that he doesn't need any more honor, he's going to start acting like a humble person, and it will go through extreme ways to demonstrate the great self, uh, you know, the self, his, his humility uh, uh, that goes to no bounds. And he, but in the meantime, he's, he's really saying inside, oh, I'm such a great person. I'm so great. I'm so distinguished. But I just don't need any honor from these guys. So therefore, I'm going to forget it. And I already have enough of it. So... So he's 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 a Balgaiva, he's a he's he's haughty about his humility. That's the funny thing about the whole thing. But again, this person, what he does is he very simply just says, I don't need any honor from you guys, I have enough of it, and I'm gonna start acting like another person, like a like a like a humble person. And there's a, and then there's another level of haughtiness that can be found for a person. He wants specifically, so he wants to be recognized about how much of a humble person he is. So the first person we just mentioned, he doesn't want any honor, and he's not looking to be recognized that he's a humble person. This last level is he wants the recognition, he wants recognition on how humble he is, and what he's going to do to show it is going to also act very uniquely to the point that it's not enough that the whole world should praise him for the qualities that he thinks he has, but rather he wants them also to praise him on the additional humility that this guy has. And he wants everyone to say, this guy, he's the most humble person I've ever met. That's what he wants. So that person is really haughty about his humility. because And he desires honor for demonstrating that he's fleeing from honor. So this type of haughty person, so... Will what, what we'll do is he's going to act like a holy person will station himself below those that are greatly inferior. He's going to sit all the way in the back of the shul. He's going to make sure he hangs out with the lower end of society. You know, very obvious ways to demonstrate his ultimate degree of humility. He also is going to shun away any titles. Nah, don't give me a title. You know, you know, don't give me any praise. He's going to tell people, please, I don't want anything. Meanwhile, in his heart, he's saying, I am so humble. I am so humble, and that's the, and everyone here sees how humble I am. So it comes out that there's a little bit of a problem here because what's going to happen is that 
how do we identify these guys? Because he's this guy. At, at the end of the day, he's ultimately acting like an like like a humble person. So how do we how can we tell the difference between a humble person who's legitimate versus a humble person who's not legitimate? And by the way, this is going to be a very important distinction when we get up to the chapter of humility, which is is all the way at the end because it's very hard to attain, but then you're going to see the difference and so on. But let's figure out how to, to identify these guys. So Rebuchal says, you have not to worry. Eventually, these guys come out. They come out of the woodworks. It, it, it just, it, whenever he, the, the intentions are wrong, he's faking his anivas and it's not done. He's faking his humility with the wrong, um, with the wrong intentions eventually the truth always comes out. It always comes out because it just, by, by nature, and he gives an example of a gorgeous house on the outside. It looks so beautiful. And everyone, meanwhile, the, it's empty. The inside is empty and nothing and keeps being stuffed with straw. Eventually, the house is going to be so full that the straw is going to start seeping out through the cracks and through the windows, and then everyone will see its ugliness on the inside. So that's what he's saying here. The same thing with this fake honor of this fake humility person. Eventually, it all comes out. Their evil intention will become recognized, and you have nothing to worry about. And the counterfeit humility that they have done will, um, will eventually emerge. And then we have the last level is, well, people, other haughty people can be found whose haughtiness remains buried in their hearts. And that is, they do not display it in their actions. They don't, you know, they don't sit there and act like an honor, but they think to themselves that we're, I'm very smart, okay? And um, there's no one as smart as me. So therefore, what happens is, as a result, that they think that they're so smart and they think that they're so, that they're genius and they can't make any mistakes, they do not listen to advice or words of other people because they think whatever is difficult for them to fathom, whatever was difficult for him, this quote-unquote smart person to understand must have been impossible for others, and I've got it already. And um, it's very clear and obvious to the point that this person will even go against the sages of old and against the Chachamim because he figured, you know what, I'm smart. I got it and have my own way of understanding. So, you see, this this also is a person of, of um, you know, haughtiness because, again, he feels he can't be wrong. He may not be. He may not display all these actions that we just talked about, acting like an, a humble person or instilling fear upon people. But he doesn't take advice from anyone, and he won't listen to to anyone else other than to himself. So at the end of the day, all these attitudes are outgrowths of gaiva haughtiness, which cause wise people, smart people, to regress and make their minds foolish. In fact, it imbalances the heart even of of leading sages, and certainly that of students who have been sufficiently studied. Sometimes, you know, you have students who think they're really smart, and they try to contradict their rabbis or their teachers and so on. And you have to be very careful. And that comes also from a sense of haughtiness. And about us, it says, every haughty heart is an abomination to God, because one who desires to attain the trait of Nikias, which is this whole chapter is about, you must remove any sense of Haughtiness, pride, self-pride, and so. So, another Ramchal is going to end by saying a very important thing. Moreover, you should know and understand that if you have any sense of haughtiness in you, it's just a real blindness. 
because you won't see the truth. You don't see the truth of who God is and how you can you can't stand, you know, next to Him. For for example, you know, um, I once heard a great. I found this to be a great, great example. Imagine you're walking in the garden with the king, the king of the land, the president, I don't know, whoever, you know, someone great, you're walking in the garden with him. And, um, you know, the great king. And then someone actually goes over to you and starts shaking your hand and starts calling you, your majesty. Oh, it's so, you're, I'm so honored you're here. It's so great. Meanwhile, the king, the real king is right next to you. I mean, can you imagine the busha, the embarrassment this person feels? This guy is giving him honor and, and, you know, meanwhile, the king is right next to him. It's a sense of humility. It's that same sense. If a person realizes, and that's why he's going to say a nivos, uh, which is humility, the trait of being humble, so far at the end of this, of this book is because a person needs to recognize first who God is. Once he recognizes who God is, you automatically get that sense of, of humility. You automatically get that sense of humbleness. And that's why... You know, and, and that's why if you don't have this, it's just a blindness to you and it will affect it will affect your service to God. So that's why, again, the Mida of humbleness is all the way at the end of the book because it's great difficulty to attain. But at the end, Mirza Hashem, God willing, will get to it and will understand it more. We'll continue um, on the next podcast with the next character trait of anger, which again, needs no introduction to how evil it is but uh, we'll talk about it a little more. See you next time.